we see that although Hashem gives a person direction, he asks of him to do what's right, but still he allows, if the person insists or the people insist, he allows for them to make mistakes. He doesn't twist their arms. He allows for them to make a mistake if that's what they want to do. Uh, although he begs of them and he directs them, he encourages them to do what's right, but yet he will allow for the mistakes. We find this right away in the beginning in the Chumash. We see that God wants to teach a lesson that an older person or an older judge must be respectful to the judges that are less a lower level than he is. He must consult them, he must take them into the council when he's making judgment. And therefore, Rashi explains, when God created man, he sort of consulted his heavenly court. And what did he say? He said, Nase Odom, let us make a man. Hashem wants to teach that even though Hashem doesn't have to ask anybody, he doesn't, nobody's going to advise Hashem what to do, but he wants to show that you need to, this is the Derech But wait a minute. But people can come to make us terrible mistake because since Hashem is taking other people into counsel, people can conclude that it's not just Hashem himself. There is other entities, God forbid, that come into play because it's sort of a mutual uh, task which it is accomplished through Hashem and Nasa, the other people. But that's not what the intent was. The intent was to teach a lesson of their Heretz, how one must behave. So Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to write this because he was concerned, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was concerned that people will come and make a mistake. Hashem says, look, you have to write the way it's intended to be written. If somebody wishes to make a mistake, okay, then I will allow for the mistake to take place. The same thing in our Parsha. Hashem said to the Jewish people that I will bring you up to a land that flows with milk and honey. Now the Jewish people came to Moshe. They said they want to search out the land. They want to send... Uh, spies, or they want to send people to give back a report uh, and tell them what the land looks like. Hashem says to Moshe, look, I told you it's a good land. You don't have to go and search it. But if you insist, Hashem says, Shlach lecho. send, okay, on your, on your view, if you want to send them, send them. And Rashi translates when it says later on the Pasik, Al Pi Hashem, don't interpret it that Hashem instructed, but Hashem didn't prevent. Hashem didn't prevent. If you're going to send, I'm going to allow you to make a mistake. As we see that the, uh, they went and looked at the land, and they came back with a bad report, and then we have all the uh, problems that stem from there. And we know that Sadiqim, are very 
behave in their daily activities, tzadikim doimun leboidum, they behave in a way like Hashem behaves. And that's why I quoted from a letter that I read from the Rebbe when one of uh, a parent was complaining to the Rebbe, how come he sent his son away so far away? He sent him away for shlichus, he sent him away in a far country, and he was very unhappy with that. And he said to the Rebbe, how come the Rebbe ordered him to leave? And the Rebbe said, I don't order anybody. I don't give out orders. The Rebbe says, I give a proposal. He says, I propose. And the beneficiary of the proposal is actually my, uh, my thoughts. And the one who will benefit most is actually, in my opinion, it's the people that I'm sending out over there. It's for their benefit. It's for their benefit both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So in all around, it's in their interest that Hashem is sending them. But the point here is, uh, sometimes you never makes a proposal and he makes a suggestion, he doesn't order anybody. He allows for people to make their own choices if they wish to make the choices. So I want to just share with you, I don't know if it came up, but um, there was this, there's a video that is at the play, you can see. I think I mentioned it in Shabbos, but there's an update to that. There's a video that you see that the, the Rebbe was giving out dollars to all the different people that were passing by the Rebbe. The Rebbe was giving out dollars. And this fellow comes over and he says something to the Rebbe. It's not so clear what he says to the Rebbe, but it sounded like he says to the Rebbe, my son can't speak. Can't speak. That's what it sounded like. And the Rebbe says, turns to the, to the child, he says, do you say modani? Do you say modani? And the child couldn't, didn't understand, couldn't say it. Finally, he was prompted, and with a little bit of help, he said out, you know, pretty reasonably clear, right there in front of the video. You see the Rebbe telling him, say Modani, he says the Modani. It's like a, a, a video, direct, in front of your eyes, you see a kid didn't speak, and then, coming from the Rebbe, as soon as he speaks, so then there was a, uh, going around after that, some people said that the father didn't tell the Rebbe that his child doesn't speak. You can't hear, I tried to listen, it's, it's not audible. But what he said to the Rebbe, my child doesn't speak clearly. That is what he said to the Rebbe. And the Rebbe said to him, say the Modani, that's what you can hear, that's what you see in the video. So now they sent out, uh, so some said, so, you know, you can't say the kid didn't speak uh, so clearly. You know, you can see that the kid didn't speak that clearly, even after the Rebbe told him this. So now there is a, a woman who, who wrote, she says that the kid that is taking dollars is her husband's nephew. And at that point, his speech was so terrible that the way he did say it in front of the Rebbe, was beyond anything that he can ever speak before. So that was sort of amazing for him to reach that level of speech that he spoke at that time. But furthermore, after continuous therapy, she said today he speaks perfectly. 
that you can't even tell that he ever had a problem. That's how perfectly she, that's what she testifies in that note that I received. So it's not only what happened at that point, all of a sudden, miraculously, that everything changed, that there was a betterment, but it was the Rebbe's koiches and brachas that the Rebbe gave right there and there that helped along the way in which that person healed. It's like a, an open miracle, people to see, just see how the Rebbe tells the kid to say, and the kid responds and it says it's like an open miracle. But most of the times, you know, we have the choice to understand the miracle as it is or try to sort of... Uh, that's our choice, you know, the Rebbe, you know, you can uh, try to say, well, you know, maybe this happened, that happened, it didn't really happen. And that's why there's no command. I'm not commanding you, but you on yourself, you have to come, hopefully you come to the right conclusion.